Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and all of the ships at sea, welcome to another episode of the Blind Leading the Blind podcast. My name is Chris. And I am fill in the blank. Mike! There we go. He's Mike. <laughs> we are coming to you live at this very moment. <laughs> and none of you will experience the joy that is the live the, the live podcasting. You will only get it in a recorded and perhaps edited form. But we are, if you need to picture us in some form as you hear our voices, we are in the basement of B Ministries, the spacious confines of Studio B in all its spectacular grayness. I wonder if that means the room is lukewarm. It's neither black nor white. <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, revelations reference for you there. Wow. Um, I spewed. And... <laughs> but we are here and you are there and there are ways to bridge that gap. <laughs> I, I say that one of them, one of them, brothers and sisters, um, <laughs> is the book of the faces. Uh-huh. Turn, turn in your Bible to the book of the faces and you look for first name, <laughs> blind, leading all one word. <laughs> And you go to the last name under that, and you will put in the blind, all one word, and there you will find what you are searching for. Wow. Wow. I am inspired. You should be. I'm tired. Oh, where's my hanky? I'm worn out. I need out. to wave a hanky on that one. Uh, uh, if you don't uh, attend the First Church of the Book of Faces, uh, the Honorable Reverend. Go ahead, go ahead on. I want to see M. L. Wilson, <laughs> <laughs> the Honorable Reverend M. L. Wilson. Oh, if he ever writes a book, it better be M. L. Wilson, not Mike Wilson. It better be. I am ordained, so you can call me Reverend. <laughs> Rev I don't know about that uh, honorable part, but anyway, uh, yeah. If you don't want to do that uh, whole Facebook thing, if you'd rather send us an email, uh, the email address is blindpod at gmail .com. That's b l i n d p o d at gmail .com. Ha! Perfect. Well, that's out of the way. Boy, I may need a nap now. <laughs> Expended too much energy. Oh, man. I didn't know that this was a distance race since it's track season. You better calm down. Mm-hmm. Because it's time for the dead report. Oh, is it already? It is. Mr. I like Wilson. That. I like that. Now, of note, who died? Well, we're going to have an interesting little dead report here tonight. It better it's not part, be nobody It's again. partly educational. No, it's not. Actually, we foreshadowed this in our last episode. Uh, Mr. Tom Sizemore yes. has passed away. Yes. Um, had a brain aneurysm. Oh. So it was one of those oops. Um, now he is, uh, you would recognize him, he was I think the sergeant in uh, Saving Private Ryan. Yep. Uh, he was in Black Hawk Down. Yep. A um, couple of other things. A lot of movies. A lot of movies. A lot of movies. Um, you, will, you would recognize him as soon as you see him. One thing that I learned in my examination of his career that he made a tv movie and that tv movie was called hustle the life of peter edward rose 
he played Pete Rose. Did he really? Yeah, he did. Good on him. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah, he passed away. Um, it's funny to me how excited you get about Pete Rose, considering that most of the world hates Pete Rose. You know what? He's a ball player with some serious flaws as a human being. I mean, way beyond gambling, boys and girls. Oh, for sure. Not a good man, okay? Um, But, hey, the the whole thing about how he played the game, and he loved it beyond Mm -hmm. anything else. Yeah. So, and he was part of that team, and there were some good people on that team. Yeah. So, other dead people. Other dead people. There's, Let's hear there, it. there's a couple. Now, this is partly educational, but this one, this one you may, people may have heard of. A guy by the name of Gary Rossington um, passed away uh, just in the last day or so. Okay. He is significant in my world only because he is the last surviving member of Leonard Skinner, of the original members. Yep. Um, what they used to call a lap guitar. Yes. Steel guitar. Lap steel. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, he boy burn it up he could play Flat that thing he could just play that thing oh yeah um so uh, there's he and then one other and this is also in the musical education field i tend to focus i guess on dead musicians <laughs> does that say something about me <laughs> clock's ticking yeah <laughs> i'm still alive because i ain't that good um guy by the name of wayne shorter now, this I want you to pay attention to out there, boys and girls. guy by the name of Wayne Shorter. Look it up. Um, saxophone player, um, but played with, uh, got his start really with Miles Davis. Now, if you're not into Miles Davis and that style of jazz improv. Then what's wrong with you? Then, yes, I'm, I will. You've already had your lobotomy. We'll have to schedule to have that reversed. However, uh, Wayne Shorter also played, um, did a lot of tracks. He also toured some, but played a lot of tracks with Santana, Carlos Santana. And um, if you remember the album, no one does. The album, <laughs> the album Asia, A-J-A, um, Steely Dan. Ah. Okay, there you go. Finally had to come. Something would come up to the surface. Oh, man. uh, Everything always comes back to Steely Dan with you. Not always. (laughs) Sometimes it's Doobie Brothers (laughs) or Earth, Wind, and Fire. Um, But he really had a lot of stuff on that album. Played a lot. There's some tracks, particularly on the song Asia. Amazing guy. Amazing saxophone player. So go listen. Give it a listen sometime. The real question is, with eyes closed... And headphones on, people in podcast land, can you, with only your ears, distinguish Miles from Coltrane? Oh, I would hope so. I would hope so. Just saying. And if you don't, educate yourself. Listen to some of both. It's a beautiful thing. And if you ever feel like you need to settle it in, go find some Fred Rogers jazz from Pittsburgh. There's some out there. You know, as weird as it is to say this, because <laughs> I'm so much younger than you. I know. But I guess this speaks to my eclecticness mm-hmm. in music. Mm-hmm. I owned. A Fred Rogers album. Did you really? I did. Wow. That would be cool. I, I never owned one. I did. I knew I knew somebody that had, had, had yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's great. 
all those people. You thought they were just kitty heroes on a TV show. <laughs> Jazz cats left and right. Mm-hmm. So, there we go. All right. Well, that concludes the dead report. And I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> we do not yet need to report your death. I'll come back for that. <laughs> I have to, pe- have to pre-record it on your deathbed so that you can do your own death report yes (laughs) we must i'm too excited about that that's not right we just report it now and lock it in the vault so that whenever you go i'll just put put it on the podcast and let it go mike wilson notable for absolutely nothing (laughs) no what what was no no absolutely notable uh world famous girls softball coach yeah yeah Keyboard player for the uh, National Traveling Act. What was the name of the band? First Love. First Love. Uh huh. And then what was the other oh, band? Oh, that oh, filled in with solid rock. And then there were the Sons of Light. No, 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 no. The other band. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, that I one. Was, yeah, I was I was a sound guy and yeah. light guy. Oh and, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beauty and the Beats. Beauty and the Beats. Mm-hmm. Uh, party band corporate country club band good bunch of people that was where band was family that was fun <laughs> hey stanley hi mr stan <laughs> i i've never met you but i want to i we need to have you on the podcast oh that'd be a hoot yeah we need to no uh-huh. i'm sure he could talk about jesus right no well he could but oh, he yeah, will yeah i'm sure he will he, he will and he would He's, probably be respectful he, yeah he is he, he is that kind of guy Okay. That's all for dead. Well, uh, it is now time for news. Oh, really? Mr. Wilson. News already. Sports news. Uh, sports news. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> B Ministry softball team is oh. being put together even as we speak. Yep. So get a hold of Coach Matthew Duzma. Matty D. Matty D. Coach Matty D. Uh, we're ready to rock and roll this year. We will win a game. At least one. Or I will give up my liver. <laughs> yeah, I think. Well, uh, What's left of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, if you got $2.93, you can have it today. Um, yeah. All right. Well, Church softball. What else? Sports news. Uh, uh, Drew Brees is going to sign with the Saints. Not Drew Brees. I what? Think, oh, I said Saints. I was like, oh, in my head, do I not play with my emotions no, like that. No, that was bad. I heard Saints, and all I could think of was Drew Brees. Isn't that awful? Oh, Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Bad. Yes, and and you know what? That kind of makes me happy. Does it? Yes. Okay. Because Derek Carr is a good dude. I think so. I will see. And we'll he's see. and he's not actually as horrible of a quarterback as everybody thinks he is. The, for me, the jury is out. It really is. Uh, but we'll see. I think he got Chicago'd all those years. Oh, really? With with with, with the Raiders, that could be. I think you have a halfway decent quarterback. I'm not saying he's you know great. I'm saying he's a decent quarterback mm-hmm. that never really had very many Didn't offensive have a lot of weapons. weapons. Yeah, they had a defensive weapon mm-hmm. who was absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. A big giant bald man who likes to break people. Mm-hmm. And he is good. He's one of my favorite players in the NFL. Who is that? I can't remember his last name. Is. Okay. Honestly, I really can't. Yeah. He's he's like a defensive end or a linebacker. Yeah. But he's a, a bald headed ginger with beard, and he absolutely wrecks people. Mm-hmm. I can't. I don't. That's not coming to me. Either. I can't think of what his name is. And so, 
Yeah, Florida Pete might out. know. He might. <gasps> oh, sports news. No, that's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's sports news and prayer requests, though. Well, I, that's part of the reason why I kept saying sports news. Sports news. Wilson, sports news. All righty. This, this is absolutely a prayer request. Y'all need to pray. Prayer warriors, we're talking to you right now. Uh, this is you. You got to get on your knees and make this happen. The University of Miami College basketball team is having a very good season. They will be participating in the NCAA tournament. Um, projected at this point is about a four seed wherever they wind up. Here is what we need you to pray for, that the NCAA selection committee will have the foresight, will have the intelligence, and will have the caring for those of us here in Central Ohio to have the University of Miami play in Columbus, Ohio. And further, so that is because we want to have Florida Pete fly his people to Columbus for the games, and then we get him for a weekend. (laughs) So that we may have our beloved Florida Pete here. And you better believe that when Pete is in town... There will be a special podcast. There will be a special podcast episode, because I don't care what day of the week it is, I'm getting him in here, we're recording. Yes, yes, and then we will have much barbecued smoked meat. Yes. I am going to faith believe, I will say this right now, I will act in faith... Tomorrow, I will, not tomorrow, Wednesday, I will purchase a pork shoulder. And I already have, I already acted in faith. I have a brisket. Yeah, you do. Oh, oh, oh. Can we fit both of those on your smoker at the same oh, time? Yeah. yeah. We'll have to start the brisket like the day before. <laughs> I know. It's, it's like a long process. Just know, just know you're not going to get any sleep. That's uh, okay. I'll just start drinking Black Rifle. <laughs> and I won't eat any sleep. And you will all hate me. <laughs> Shut up. So y'all pray that Pete gets to fly into town uh, so that we can see our beloved Florida Pete. Our, yes. Our third host in absenteeism. Yes. Did I say that right? Yeah, that works. Yeah. He is our silent host. Our silent host. I like it. The voice of reason. That's <laughs> Florida Pete. <laughs> the silent host oh there's a there's a catholic based movie on that <laughs> the silent host wow the silent host yeah uh, <laughs> it's writing itself go uh, ahead <laughs> someone's possessed by a deaf demon <laughs> the silent host or no the demon possessed a deaf person silent host could be oh <laughs> I'm a bad man. Oh, bad man. I'm a bad man. But <laughs> All right. Uh, sport, in other sports news, uh, speaking of basketball, college basketball, yeah. uh, March Madness and all that. Um, hold on. Incoming oh, text. Ohio State ain't happening. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Uh, Not but, even NIT. But, but my... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I have incoming text messages. Um my beloved Kentucky Wildcats uh, won the other night, and they are they will be seated. Oh, will they? Cool. Yes. Um, cool. I just got two text messages from my wife back to back. Okay, are they shareable? Yeah, you'll you'll enjoy this. Okay, and and I'm going to read this because eventually my son will listen to this episode and he will just hate me for it. But it says I can't be 100 percent sure, but I think your son is using the showerhead as a microphone. 
Now, I bought a new shower head yesterday and installed it last mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. It's one of those that has the, the detachable hose mm-hmm. spray. Oh, yeah, thing. you got to have that. Yeah. So, apparently, he was singing in the shower, and she's fairly certain he was using it as a microphone. The next text message that came in, I didn't see that one first. I saw the second one that says, there's water all over the bathroom. I'm sure there is. Maybe that wasn't such a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, kids. There is such a thing as microphone discipline. Well, this uh, this is a bit, I I can hardly wait until you get home and then let me know what went on. What was he singing? I'm also curious about what was singing. I I don't know. Elvis. I can ask her. Old George Strait. I'll ask her. Um, but yeah, Kentucky Wildcats will be in the tournament. Okay. That's good. That's good. I will I will be hoping for them to have Yeah, sadly Ohio State um kind of then go fell down apart and then go down sell peanuts be yeah. close as they get in. Yeah. True story. Um okay. That's sports news regular news. Regular news. Yes. Um I have one. Okay. Kind of guy, interesting. I saw that. You know, you know, I'm a space guy. Yeah, I like, sure. Yeah, <laughs> space. You have a space one. I have an Earth one. Oh, do you? Look at us go. Well, cool. Um, there is a, a rocket that is going to launch this year. Okay. Um, it is going to contain DNA uh, hair samples from a number of people that worked on Star Wars or Star Trek. I th- I suspect Star Trek, but I don't know for sure. Okay. But the, the other part of this is it will contain hair, therefore DNA, of several American presidents. This is being launched in order to preserve that DNA and be instructional for whoever finds this thing. George Washington. Okay. Ronald Reagan. Okay. One of the Bushes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just, they're launching their DNA into orbit. Why? I, that was the thing. I, What's the point? Are they hoping some alien life form will pick it up? Or in, in years in the future, we'll be able to retrieve that DNA and build us a new De- democracy. Decent country? I don't know. <laughs> I want to see George Washington and Ronald Reagan together. Oh, Would that be a hoot? While riding T-Rexes. <laughs> um <laughs> Oh, all right. Uh, here we go. Fun. Uh, sorry. Whoa, 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 whoa. 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 I there. picked yeah. the wrong folder. Wow. Not fun facts. We want news. Wow. wow. I just about went all the way off the cliff. Wow. Here we go. Uh, headline reads. This is from 10 TV News. Headline reads as such. National Park Service says this. Never push a slower friend down if you come across a bear. This is, guys, I'm not making this up. This is actually on 10 TV News right now. Right now. Yeah. The National Park Service shared some advice saying that you should refrain from pushing down someone slower, even if you feel the friendship has run its course. Now, this is from Washington. It says, as the warmer weather returns, bears will also come out of hibernation, making it common for you to encounter encounter one in the wild. And if you so happen to run into one, officials say there's nothing, uh, sorry, there's one thing you should never do. That is, push a slower friend down so that you can get away. The National Park Service shared some advice on Tuesday saying that you should 
I, I just said that. Um, uh, if not friend, then why friend shaped? There we go. This is actually in the news. This is news, guys. This is what this is. Oh, my goodness. This is what passes as news. Oh, my gosh. What about your other friend? <laughs> Seeing a bear in the wild is a special treat for any visitor to a national park. While it's while it is an exciting moment, it is important to remember that bears in national parks are wild and can be dangerous. Yes. Instead of trying to serve, instead of trying to serve your friend or former one up as bait, the Park Service said that there are several other methods you can take <laughs> to help you and your friend to escape from the bear safely. How? What would those be? Mm. The bear may seem harmless and cute. But it's important to know that they are, in fact, wild animals, and their behavior is sometimes unpredictable. Yes. Bear attacks are rare. Indeed, they are. Mm -hmm. But they do occur, inflicting serious injuries and death. Most bear encounters end without injury, mm -hmm. the agency said. Following some basic guidelines may help lessen the threat of your danger. <laughs> your safety can depend on your ability to stay calm. Yes. Or to calm the bear. Mm-hmm. Viewing etiquette is the first step to avoid an encounter with a bear hmm. that could escalate to an attack. Hmm. Oh, my gosh. Keeping your distance and not surprising bears are some of the most important actions you can do. No parties, no favors, no funny hats. Oh, my goodness. Most bears will avoid humans if they hear them coming. Mm-hmm. NPS said, that's National Park Service, okay. uh, adding that you could pay attention to your surroundings and make a special effort to be noticeable if you are in an area with known bear activity or a good food source, mm -hmm. such as berry bushes. Mm -hmm. oh my gosh. All right, here we go. How to handle your bear encounter. There we go. This is good. <sighs> my goodness. Guys, if you are engaged in this right now, if this doesn't interest you, check your pulse. All right. This is this is what's passing his news today. All right. I love it. There are some general tips for you to follow if you encounter a bear, if you're out in the wild, if you do so. Here is what the agency recommends. Here we go. First one. Talk calmly to the bear. Stand your ground. Slowly wave your arms to identify yourself that you are a human. And okay. Talk calmly to the bear. Are you now, it used to be that you would put your arms, wave your arms so that you appeared bigger. Mm. Oh, no. You're talking to the bear now, and you're identifying yourself as a human being to the bear. Okay. Calm down. I'm tasty, and about, I have you're snacks. You're about to have to calm me down. Go ahead on. Remind, mm, remain calm and talk to the bear in low tones that are non-threatening. Barry White and the bear. Hello, Mr. Bear. I am not a threat. I am here to love you. Let me snuggle you. <laughs> when you have bear. I have. And when you can. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> oh, a scream or sudden movements may trigger an attack. Huh. The, 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 the third one. If you have small children with you, pick them up immediately. Is this the quokka advice? <laughs> Do not throw your children at the bear. Oh, my bad. 
Uh, <laughs> hike and travel in groups, as bears often become aware of groups of people and can get intimidated. The last one, carry an EPA-approved peppery spray that can be used to stop aggressive bears. Mm -hmm. Now, also a whistle. Do they talk about whistles in this article? No, no, no. No, they said you need to talk to the bear and identify yourself as a human in a low, non-threatening tone so that the bear knows that you are not there to hurt it. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, I would be remiss as an outdoorsman, mm -hmm. if I did not say that 90% of that is bull crap. Well, now, see, the thing you can do is you have to be aware of the territory that you're in. 100%. Okay? And one of the ways you can tell if you're in bear territory is you will see their scat. See their, their poop. Their poop. You know, brown bears, traditionally, you'll see see bits of nuts or or, 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 or berry, you know, leftover berry stuff in their poop. Now, it's more concerning if you're in grizzly bear territory because you want to pay attention. But generally, um, you, you will see that grizzly bear poop is full of whistles and smells like pepper spray. That's exactly how you can tell. So, my advice, if you find yourself in an environment where bears frequent. What do you do? Um, first of all, pay attention to your surroundings. That piece of advice was good. You should always yeah. pay attention to your surroundings when you're in the mm -hmm. woods. Um, if you see bear tracks and then you come across another bear track, go mm -hmm. somewhere else. Because mm -hmm. you're walking the same travel corridor as bears. Mm -hmm. Get out of there. Mm -hmm. um, second of all, in the event that a bear does come after you mm -hmm. and you have to run away, First of all, you should run away because you ain't going to fight it. Right. If a bear charges you, if you are on a slope or an incline, run downhill. Mm -hmm. Weave in and out of trees. Mm -hmm. Go through as much obstacles between you and the bear as possible while going downhill. Mm -hmm. Don't go uphill. Mm -hmm. Bears can outrun you. Yes. But they are very clumsy. Mm -hmm. If you go downhill, there's a high likelihood the bear will trip over its own feet. And that is a fact. And then he's going to be real angry. Well, but that gives you a little bit of time to get away. <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, uh, don't just take off running if you come across a bear. Oh, it, yeah. Only run if they run at you. <laughs> um, so let's talk pepper spray. Okay. The little keychain mace that you get at Walmart is not what you want. No. You no, want no, no. the one-gallon container of industrial bear spray. Mm-hmm. This is not, this is worse than police grade spray. Mm -hmm. This is the most nasty stuff you can ever purchase in a can. Mm -hmm. That is what you want. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Put as much tree between you and the bear as possible and unload that sucker in its face. Yes. And then move to another tree <laughs> because that tree will soon be shedded, shredded. And yes, and that stuff carries on the wind. It, yes, please make sure that you are not downwind from your own spray. Oh, my goodness. But the biggest thing you can do, look out for bear tracks. Look out for bear scat. If you come across a baby bear oh. in the woods. Oh, you should pick it up and cuddle it no. and talk very soothingly to it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Go find you your should, mommy. Don't you worry. You should immediately start paying attention because mama ain't going to be far behind. Mm -mm. Um, mm -mm. And that is one area that they do not give any noodles they will eat you they don't give any noodles no noodles given okay <laughs> they give no noodles no um they will eat you i've seen bears i've seen dudes that were 
fishing in mm-hmm. like a boat in the middle of a river mm-hmm. and there was a baby cub playing around at the edge of the water trying to catch a minnow or something mm-hmm. all of a sudden mama comes crashing down out of the bushes charges across the river and tries to eat everybody in the boat yes even though they ain't nowhere near they're right. like 40 right. 50 yards away no, close enough right mama, so mama ain't happy. so seriously in the event that you come across a baby bear get all the way away from it mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. like right now mm-hmm. uh, never a good idea don't mm-hmm. take pictures don't stop and be like oh look snapchat gotta get some pictures of baby bear it's so cute no don't do that. Mm-mm. No, you will die. And that applies for brown bears, black bears, and grizzly bears. bears. Yeah, grizzly bears. Yeah, it, it, you probably won't. You have to go find a grizzly bear. Um, well, you have to be in their territory. Well, I mean, the, but grizzly them. bears really don't habitat anywhere outside of like the Rockies. Yeah, <laughs> the Rocky Mountains in Alaska, pretty yep. much, is yep. where you're at. Yep. Anyhow, they're amazing in the wild. That's see my them. news. Absolutely. Uh, incredible creatures the the news out here getting people killed tell them to talk to the bears anyway you got any more news that's it all right let's move on fun facts Hi. i'm irritated why are you why does that irritate you so much because it's misinformation and people will die because of that article uh, well thank you liberals well, well, don't talk to the bears and talk to them sweet tones the dulcet tones of Tulsa tones with your face ripped off. Right. I, bleh, 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 bleh. Yeah. I right. saw the movie. I saw the movie. The Revenant? Yes. Fantastic movie. Yes, it was. All, All right. right. Fun fact. Let's do it. Fun facts. Wait. Fun I fact. Be prepared. Okay. I need it. We are in the season of Lent. Yes? Yes. I ate a fish sandwich today. L-E-N-T. Good for you. It's not even Friday, man. Right. It's not a special day. You could you could eat meat. I'm trying to eat healthier these I days. I know. I eat grilled chicken. Um, Lent is a time when people give up different kinds of things, generally foods, and you talk about, you know, sure. eating fish. Yeah, fish sales go way up. <laughs> Did you know that particularly in the country of Venezuela, that an animal called the capybara, which... This is actually in the rodent family. Oh, I love um, capybaras. Yep. They are classified by the Vatican as a fish so that they can be eaten. Same with beavers. True story. I, I did not know this. Because it's so important to the diet of the culture. Yes. Who, and are, giving, who are Catholic. Yeah, giving up capybaras. and Well, there are wild guinea pigs. In, in parts of South America, sure. and they that's just a regular sure, diet yeah. thing. In Peru, it's like a delicacy thing. Yeah. yeah. I've never had it. Me either, but I would eat it. I'd totally eat it. I would too. There aren't very many meats but out just, there I wouldn't eat. Can, can you imagine the guy right in the Vatican? Dear Pope, the people here are really honked off that we're not letting them eat capybara. It's in the water an awful lot. In fact, can stay down underwater for like minutes. They're cool creatures. Could we actually just sort of classify this as a fish and not as a land mammal, and then they can eat it and we'll be happy and probably survive? So, <laughs> right? Because I mean, that's like please, please hurry with your answer. <laughs> yeah, you have certain people that it's like the main staple of their diet. Like yeah. you take that away, they're going to starve to death. Yeah, because if they eat the plants, they'll die too. Because the plants will eat you back. Yes. <laughs> the rainforest got some tr- got some Woof. treats for you, bud. Woof. My <laughs> uh, my children some. Randomly, one of my kids was like, Dad, Dad, did you know that in the rainforest they use ants as stitches? And I was like, yeah. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, those big carpenter ants got down there. They they let them pinch the open wound and they close it and then they uh-huh. snap the head off of it uh-huh. and it stays locked. Uh-huh. And they'll just keep doing that. Let the ants bite them up and down. They just make stitches. Uh-huh. There's a species of ant that will use its young, the little ants, um, to plug holes in its uh, territory in its nest. Huh? They just shove them in there and probably <laughs> bite their heads off. <laughs> Don't get any ideas. <laughs> Is that a leaky roof I see? (laughs) Come here, boy. All right. Here's my fun fact. Yes. Ready? Ready. Now, you got to pay attention, folks. This one gets a little tricky. This is kind of riddly. All right. Here we go. Now, this fun fact takes place in Lake Superior. I like Lake Superior. Okay, here we go. Follow along, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Isle Royale. Mm-hmm. is the largest island on Lake Superior. Mm-hmm. Now, that island, Isle Royale, has a lake on it, <gasps> which has an island in the lake. Oh, my. Which has a pond on that island. In that pond, oh no, there's a very, very large boulder. Oh. So then, the boulder becomes the largest island in the largest lake on the largest island in the largest lake on the largest island in the largest lake in the world. That's pretty cool. How about them apples? Wow. Huh. It's it's like it's turtles all the way to the bottom. Turtles all the way down, baby. Just, I'm just, I'm just, you know, someone should write a song about Lake Superior. Well, uh, Sturgill Simpson wrote a song called Turtles All the Way Down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Superior, it said, never gives up her dead when the gales of November come early. That's true. There's a whole bunch of dead bodies in Lake Superior. Gordon Lightfoot. Indeed. Um, <laughs> the sinking. The wreck. The, the wreck. Sorry. The wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Oh, yeah. I, I was I was about to say the sinking of the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> uh, Sometime y'all have to ask me because I have a very funny story about that song. But go ahead. What's next, sir? That's it. What? That's it. Are that's we? All able, I got. We're gonna leave these people hanging. No, no, we're done with fun facts. Okay. <sighs> okay. So we're now, nearly as satisfying this time. I don't know why. <laughs> You're not satisfied. No, I got I'm one more. I'll, I'll do one more. I'll do a bonus fun fact. I don't, you know, if, if you think you quantity wanna, is going to... If you, you want to satisfy you. Okay. Hang on. I got to re-unlock my phone. Re-unlock? Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. I'll get, to, I'll get back there. Okay. I'll, I'll give you a bonus one. I got some, but I just, I, I'm just not satisfied. Tonight. No, I will give you... I, I got one okay. right here. Mm-hmm. Our friends to the north. Canada. Oh, Canada. Hey. In Churchill, Canada. Mm-hmm. Many of the locals leave their cars unlocked in case someone needs to make a quick escape from polar bears in the area. It's a common practice to leave the doors unlocked in your car in case a random passerby needs to get away from a bear. Now, you know, that there's being neighborly. Oh, that's awful oh, neighborly. Yeah, They're probably you. all Lutherans up there. They could be. I don't know, though. There's, you know, that's... Canadians. There's, there's such a thing as the Inuit Luton Church. The Inuit? In, Inuit. Lutheran Church. The Inuit Lutheran Church. <laughs> you know, speaking of Lutherans. They have buffets with Eskimo pies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the Eskimo pies. <laughs> All right, listen. Speaking of Lutherans, 
I got a line on a guest we can have on this podcast. Well, you should. I've met this guy. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, do it. I, I have to look. He's a busy man. Oh, I gotta whatever. get time in his schedule oh, so we can my. get him here. Okay. He suggested doing a Zoom, zooming into the podcast. I don't have my but, Zoom anymore. But I would like to get him in the room in here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, because I feel like he could teach us a lot. About Lutrans. I'm open to learning there. Not Lutrons. That's that's people that, that make lights. Or light switches. Houses. Lutron? Wasn't Lutron, wasn't that the... Lutron the, makes light switches. Oh, I know. Wi-Fi light switches. Yeah. Wasn't there a company, Lutron, that made um, like ceramic, steel with ceramic plated houses? Um, the North American Rockwell plant over down in Columbus and at the end of the war and they made these house kits. There's a couple of them here in Marion. Bell Fountain Avenue, there's one. We're going to drive. Way, way outside of my wheelhouse, bud. I have no idea. Ask Mr. Kibby. He knows. I only know of Lutron making light switches. Okay. (laughs) I could be wrong. Lighting uh, accessories and switches. I I could be wrong. Uh, Anyway. I only know this because my company happens to be a Lutron dealer. Oh, <laughs> isn't that special? Anyhow. All right. What are we going to talk about? What's our topic? I don't know. What are we going to talk about? Well, I have been, for some reason, and I don't know why, and you brought it up again this evening. Um, I have been asked many questions over the last period of time about the Holy Spirit. What, what sort of questions? How is the Holy Spirit God? Okay. Refer to our episode on the Trinity. Yes. <laughs> is the Holy Spirit outside of me and just does stuff in me? Is the Holy Spirit, how can the Holy Spirit be in me and be in someone else at the same time? Mm, okay. I see where we're going. No, these are just questions that that have have been posed, and and is the Holy Spirit even real anymore? It does it do anything anymore? Mm. Okay. Is that it? Just those three? There's about fifteen more, but let's stop there for the. Okay, moment. we'll start on those three. Okay. Question number one: How is the Holy Spirit God? Yes. Okay. God exists. As we understand it, according to scripture. Now, it doesn't say anywhere in scripture that God is a triune being. But God is mentioned as himself in three different parts Mm -hmm. in scripture. He even says we. We. Refers to himself as we. Is we. And we created man in our image, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The spirit was there in creation. It says Mm -hmm. the spirit hovered over the waters. Mm Right? Right. Uh, when Jesus was baptized, you saw the Spirit ascended mm-hmm. or descended as descended, descended. as uh, it, it appeared as a dove. Mm-hmm. Um, the upper room. Mm-hmm. We'll get there in a second because that pertains to the other question. Yes, it does. Um, okay, God exists. There's a lot of different analogies we can use as, as human beings to understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, you like water. Mm-hmm. I like egg, mm-hmm. right? 
my analogy is okay so you have an egg right the egg has a shell mm -hmm. it has whites and it has yolk mm -hmm. you can separate those out from each other and put them in three separate bowls mm -hmm. if you do that you no longer have an egg mm -hmm. you have pieces of an egg mm -hmm. in order for the egg to exist it has to have all three of those parts that exist together to make up one thing mm -hmm. that is how the father son and holy spirit all three parts are necessary in order to have the full what we know as god yes there you go how is the holy spirit god that's how <laughs> here's here's how i have gone to describing it okay because i've gotten away from the water thing and i don't know why because <laughs> i like sciency it. It, maybe um you know just quickly ice exists in different forms water ice and vapor so mm -hmm. okay um <clears throat> god exists he needed to do something to keep us humans from being eternally away from him by his own nature because we're sinful yes. and he can't be around sin so a part of him he sent here in a human form so that a sacrifice could be made which would allow him allow god and us to be together to have a relationship that part was jesus if jesus didn't do what he did in other words die then there is no way that we could have the holy spirit True story. the other part of god it would destroy us. True story. Or it just wouldn't come. Or it just, yeah, we'd just go, mm, nah, I'm sorry, I can't. And um, so that, so that, but the Holy Spirit is the part of God that can communicate with the spirit that is in us. And that allows that relationship or encourages it, foments it, increases it, whatever. It's not just something that we consider and think about. It is real. And because it is a spirit and part of God, as God is a spirit, it exists everywhere, all the time, at the same time. It is not bound by being physical, as Jesus was when he was here on earth. Correct. Does that make sense? I think so. Okay. So, so, so we have this thing called the Holy Spirit. Okay. How do we know that the Holy Spirit is, is, is still today? Because you can say it is, I can say it is, but there are people who are never aware of it, who are not truly aware of it. Yes. What, how do we help someone who has no <laughs> concept, no understanding, no sense, no nothing about the Holy Spirit? Get a grasp on that. Before we answer that question, I think first we have to answer the other question. How is it the Holy Spirit can be in us? Mm -hmm. Or is it just something outside of us that makes us do things? Go ahead. Okay. Um, in 
the, I, I was real quick trying to pull something up here. Um, in Acts chapter 5, I think, I'm, I'm in the process of getting there. I'm going to go with you. Um, we see the... Well, I, I guess I wouldn't see, wouldn't say the first enacting of the Holy Spirit. No. Okay. But the first time, well, here, we'll back up. Okay. I'm just going to read some stuff here because uh, I feel like this is better than what I can say. Okay. Because I can answer it, but it will be kind of me. Sure. And that's kind of like squirrel in a ca- hamster cage. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so let's go back to the Old Testament. Okay. Okay. In Old Testament, we uh, we had temples. Yes. Okay. Um, inside of the temple, there was something called the Holy of Holies. This yes. was the inner sanctum, the the Holy of Holies, the inner sanctuary. This is where what we know as the Holy Spirit or the presence of God mm-hmm. go. was at, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, in the Old Testament, the Spirit would come and go from the saints, empowering them for service, but not necessarily remaining with them. Mm-hmm. This is Old Testament. This is important because of what you said a minute ago, right? Um, because of Jesus, right? But the the presence of God, mm-hmm. as it was referred to mm-hmm. in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. was housed. The Bible says it rested upon the Ark of the Covenant and came, the mercy seat yes. is what it's called. Came to dwell. Yep. In. And so the priests who were the only people allowed to go in the Holy of Holies uh-huh. or anywhere near it, uh-huh. um, would have to tie bells around their waist when they went into the Holy of Holies mm-hmm. to perform their priest duties mm-hmm. because the presence of God was in there. And if there was any, any sign mm-hmm. of sinfulness, unholiness, uncleanness in you, they would know because the bells would stop <laughs> ringing. Yes. And they knew the priest was dead. And they would drag you out by the entire rope around their waist yeah. with bells on it. If the yeah. bell stopped ringing, they dragged the guy out because mm-hmm. he died. Mm-hmm. You cannot be in the presence of God, right? Sin cannot exist in the presence of God, right? Right. That's what you were talking about. There's so many scriptures. I don't want to go on a spree. Um I love, Jesus died. I love watching his brain <laughs> unscramble right in front of us. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, um, sidebar. I have noticed, sorry, not noticed. I have accepted over the course of the past year that God has sort of given me, I hope people don't take this wrong. I have accepted that God has, has, has used me as a teacher yes, and has given me skill to explain things and break things down. Yes. Um, and so sometimes 
it takes a little bit of doing to get that out, communicate. Because I have the reason when you said unscrambling right in front of me, I have uh-huh. about eight different directions I could go with mm-hmm. this all happening mm-hmm. at once in my brain. And I have to rely on the Holy Spirit to say, no, 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 go down this road, do yes. this one, yes. not that one. Yes. And so I have to sift through all these other things till God goes, ding, that one, say that. Right. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of what's happening right now. So I apologize. Okay. Um, so you had the presence of God rested in the temple on the mercy seat the the um, Ark of the Covenant, right? Um, Jesus comes, right? We had this process. I have to explain all of this. I'm sorry. I go have ahead. to go through go all ahead. of this go or ahead. it won't make sense. Because you can't talk about one part of God without talking about the other parts of God. Right. Right. Um, there was a process for atonement for sin. Mm-hmm. Right, you sin. You went to the priest. You killed an animal, or you gave an animal to the priest. They killed the animal. Mm-hmm. The wages of sin is death. That's in Romans. It says the wages. If there's sin, something's got to die for it. Yep. Right. That was the deal. So, that's what the process was, and then Jesus comes along and says, um, "We're not going to do that anymore. I'm going to die for everybody's sin." Mm-hmm. Because he is the perfect sacrifice. And I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole of talking about perfect sacrifices, about how sacrifices were kept clean and holy and unblemished and all that good stuff. Right, we've been there. Right. Um, Jesus was the ultimate version of that, and he died for everyone. His Mm -hmm. blood paid the price for everyone's sin. Because he was human. And also God. Yes. At the same time. Yes. Um, Jesus dies. When he died, Mm -hmm. the Bible records that there was a great earthquake and that the temple, there was a great crack. Is that the way to put it? There was a split. There was a huge curtain kind of thing. Sure. There was a curtain, a veil that stood around the Holy of Holies. Yes. The building itself cracked, from what I understand. Yes. But the veil that kept the presence of God inside of the Holy Spirit or mm-hmm. inside of the Holy of Holies mm-hmm. that separated that covering that separated the Holy of Holies from whatever the next level is. I can't remember what it was called. Um, that tore ripped open, releasing the presence of God out of it. Mm-hmm. Now, afterwards, Jesus comes back from the dead. Mm-hmm. Proves to everybody, I'm real. It's really me. Yep. Whatever. I'm going to go be with God now. But don't worry. He's going to send someone who's going to be with you. Yep. A helper, he called yep. it. Yep. So Jesus goes and sends to the right hand of the Father. Not long after that, the disciples are having a meeting. In the upper room of a house, terrified. the second story of a house, terrified, losing their minds because Jesus is gone. They don't know what's going on, and he got killed. 
And not only that, but they were also trying to, I believe, I could be wrong, but I believe they were also trying to vote, basically, on who was going to be the fill-in disciple mm-hmm. for someone else who mm-hmm. wasn't there. Mm-hmm. There must be 12. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the way. Shut up, Peter. <laughs> Shut up, Peter. Uh, so anyway, they're up there having this meeting, and the Holy Spirit shows up just like God said it would. Mm-hmm. Now, it appeared to them as the Bible records tongues of fire. Mm-hmm. If you've ever watched fire, sometimes a piece of that fire will jump up out of the main flame. Mm-hmm. And you can see, and it looks like in lots of literature, it's referred to as licking of fire, the tongues mm-hmm. of fire. Mm-hmm. So it appeared as fire falling from heaven upon them. And then they got this really cool thing that happened where uh, Peter was in the middle of a sermon. Mm-hmm. And there were like 50 different nationalities around. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, everybody, didn't matter what language you spoke, could understand what he was saying. Mm-hmm. And they could speak to them mm-hmm. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Right? So that is the first. Well, I won't say it's the first. It's a very significant. <laughs> but it is the, it's what most people refer to as the first enacting or indwelling of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. in Scripture. Mm-hmm. I would argue that point, but there's no point in arguing that. Right. Because I'll throw this out there just for thinking purposes. In the Old Testament, there were several times where things happened that were outside of a human being's capability. Mm-hmm. I believe that the Holy Spirit had to come and be with that person. Absolutely. At that time, didn't necessarily stay there. The presence of God. The presence of God. Anyhow, that is how. So, pause. Are you keeping track? (laughs) Are you tracking? Go ahead on. When Jesus was here, he did all kinds of miracles and things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And people were like, well, it's because he's God. No, he had the Holy Spirit because mm-hmm. he was also man, but he was also fully God. Mm-hmm. But he acted in the power of the Holy Spirit. Of the presence of God. Yes. The Holy Spirit is the part of God that we can be with and interact with today. Yes. It was then. It still is now. Mm-hmm. As for the question of, did it stop with them, mm-hmm. or is it still today? Well, that depends on what church you go to. Right. And, and what, what uh, particular belief system you subscribe to. Mm-hmm. I personally, my own personal experience and walk with God, I know that that's not true. Right. I know that the Holy Spirit is still in us today mm-hmm. and doing works today. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because I experience it mm-hmm. on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, the Holy Spirit is the part of God that we can interact with today. Because we can't shake hands with Jesus. Mm-hmm. We can accept Jesus as our Savior, mm-hmm. right? We mm-hmm. can we can say yes. I believe you died for me. I'm going to serve you now. I'm going to give my life to Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm, going to, I'm going to live, as Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go down that road. My life is now lived in service of the king, as it were. Mm-hmm. Right? In that, the Holy Spirit 
will come and dwell in you. Does that mean you're automatically going to have like lightning bolt mm. eyes or like, Ooh. you know, or, or here, I'll just go ahead and slay a sacred cow while we're here. I have friends of mine who are going to be upset about this. Does that mean that the first thing that happens is that you will speak in tongues like they did in the upper room? Nope. Just because God did it one way once doesn't mean that's how he's going to do it every time. Right. And if you, I'll go ahead and say it so you don't have to. If you're going to require of another human being that they exhibit something of God in order for you to, to be sure that they have God in them, you are doing works. You are not just accepting God and his spirit. You are requiring works of people to judge their salvation. Sure. So, um, if you read your scripture uh, and not through denominational eyeballs, uh-huh. if you just read your scripture, it says very clearly mm-hmm. that there are many different gifts mm-hmm. of the Spirit. First Corinthians, also in Romans. There are also many fruits of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. You do not necessarily have to exhibit one or the other to say that, ooh, I have the Holy Spirit. Correct. Um, here's what happens, though. Practically, mm-hmm. and as I have seen it in my own walk. Mm-hmm. Now, keep in mind that this is coming from... I, I need to hydrate. Okay. Understanding, too, that Chris and I come from almost polar opposites <laughs> in this. I grew up in a church that almost completely denied the work of the Holy Spirit. It was evil. It was emotional. It was false. It was God doesn't work that way anymore. He gave us brains. <clears throat> right. The question that you asked about, did it... That made friends of mine mad. <laughs> yeah. Did it end... Uh, with the saints, right? Right. Did it end with the first century church? No. No, it didn't. No. Um, but anyway, back to what I was saying. What happens is this, right? You get saved, right? You give your heart to Jesus. You start walking down that road. You start living your life for God, mm-hmm. right? You can't do that. You can't take any other step beyond that without the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. It is an impossibility for you to live a life for Christ, with your intellect, mm-hmm. with your emotions, mm-hmm. with your with anything that you have, mm-hmm. it will invariantly, no, not right word, invariably, invariably, have involvement from the Holy Spirit. Yes. Because that indwelling happens when you're saved, I believe. Oh, I, I agree too. Um, does that mean... That you're automatically going to be like, oh, well, now I'm going to go heal people, or no, I'm going to I'm going to go cast demons out, or I'm going to mm-hmm. go prophesy. No, mm-hmm. it could. You can. You 100 percent can walk right out of that absolutely and go heal somebody. Yes, if God wants you to, and if the Holy Spirit is using you in that way yes. in that moment. Yes, it doesn't mean you don't have it. It just means. 
that that's not what God's doing in you right now. It doesn't mean that it's not there. I want to, I want to posit this. Okay. Okay. When you just display, go ahead, say it. (laughs) Dare you. Heard you wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when you display what, Chris? Uh, when you start strutting around like a male turkey with all of your Holy Spirit feathers proudly displayed and shaking for all to see, you are in sin. Absolutely 100%. That's not what it's for. If mm-hmm. God uses you in front of people, so be it. Mm-hmm. But it's not there for you to pull out and wave around and be like, look at how much Holy Spirit I have. Look at how much the Holy Spirit uses me. Anyway, that's not what I wanted to say. Or that I've done a bunch of things right there for the Holy Spirit can use me. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the other side of that. Yeah, Go the ahead. Holy Spirit can also use my four-year-old, and I've watched it happen. Mm-hmm. Here's what I was going to say, is that when you decided... To wake up at three o'clock in the morning and answer a phone call from somebody that needed to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is just as much a moving of the Holy Spirit in you as it is for you to walk into a hospital room and pray for someone and see them healed. Mm-hmm. They're just, each one carries just as much weight. There's just as much moving of the Holy Spirit there, and here's why. Anytime Jesus did anything, any miracles, anything like that, the Bible records and says that he was moved with compassion. I would posit that the 3 o'clock in the morning phone call is more important. I'm Well, that's... Nah. No. That's got some jadedness on it. Yeah. That's probably not right. Uh-huh. Scratch that off the record. That's just my that's just my jadedness. <laughs> the three o'clock in the morning phone call is in the moment the thing that the spirit is saying, do that. Yeah. And so is the hospital bed. Absolutely. And so is the prophecy. And so is and so is, and so that's what it is. It's you obeying God in the moment. And the power of the Holy Spirit is what will give you the ability to do those things outside of yourself. Yes. It has nothing to do with you. I've said it a million times and I'll say it again. We're just tools mm-hmm. in a toolbox. Mm-hmm. You are no more special mm-hmm. than the screwdriver laying next to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. None of your posturing means anything. Okay, I don't care what gift you think you have. Doesn't make you any better than the person next to you. It becomes vanity as soon as you start to identify. Well, I have this gift. I have that gift. It's 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 vanity, which is quickly sin. I would say the moment that you put a finger on it and go, "Well, I have this gift," you are in danger. Yeah, danger, Will Robinson. Yes, danger, because. It's just obedience. Yes, God gave you a gift to do something in the moment, but do not focus on that. Mm-hmm. That's not the important part. Mm-hmm. As I tell my 
wife all the time. You're looking at the wrong part of the picture. Mm-hmm. My wife is an artist. It's funny because I'm a musician and she's an artist. Mm-hmm. You can imagine how our conversations go. Yes. Um, God help our kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, he does. But very easily, we as people look at the wrong part of the picture. Mm-hmm. We start focusing on that little thing up in the corner that goes, ooh, I like that. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see, the whole, I see the whole picture. Yeah, I get that, you know, blah, 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 it's this, whatever. But look at that. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. That, I, I struggle with this because I, I wanted to say it's almost an afterthought, but it's not. What's an afterthought? The thing in the corner. Oh. I, it's hard for me to talk about this because I'm so jaded by it. The thing in the corner is the attribute. It's just a bit of character in it. It's not the thing itself. It's, you said something earlier, this gift thing. I think, I I hope people understand that God will use people and will give them a gift Maybe for one moment, yes. just one thing. If if that repeats, then that was a gift that he wanted to you to express yep. for that next moment. It doesn't mean it's yours. Yeah, it's not the gift of Mike. It's a gift of the Holy Spirit, which which in in my way of thinking, is the, the gifts are different from the fruit. One hundred percent. And 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 I I firmly believe that they are. The fruit is not given to you. It's cultivated. The fruit is, is cultivated in you, is provided, is an opportunity for you to bless other people. Well, don't quit, don't quit, don't quit, don't say love you, bye. It's an opportunity. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's an opportunity for God to bless someone else using you. Same as a gift. Mm-hmm. But but the fruit are are internal workings of the Holy Spirit for you to just give to someone else and not make it yours. I, 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 well, I'm kind. No, I'm not. I'm gentle. No, I'm not. That fruit has to be cultivated and I have to be aware of the Holy Spirit and what God is doing to exhibit that fruit. But it doesn't mean anything once I go, oh, that was cool. Look at that. Oh, I'll be darned. I couldn't do that myself. Cool. There are many folks out there who I wrote a word on my phone. Hmm. Um, there are many people out there who, When it comes to this topic of the Holy Spirit or the indwelling of the Holy Spirit or how what certain people would like to call it the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Baptized in the Spirit versus baptized in water. Two different baptisms. It's a whole different podcast. But there are people out there mm-hmm. who will look for or require of mm-hmm. another individual. Mm-hmm evidence Mm -hmm. of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. or else they've deemed that you don't have it. Good for them. Um, Yay. I would posit that the 
evidence that you should be looking for in your fellow body parts is evidence of fruit being grown. Because as Mike was just saying, I'm not kind. I'm not gentle. I don't have self-control. That's evidence of God or the Holy Spirit working in me. That is not my skills. That's not my giftings. That is evidence of God working in me. It is the evidence of the presence of God. It is not the evidence of Mike it, and, or, or anything about God and Mike. It is simply the presence of God. And he happened to use, use Mike to be kind or stop making it about you. I just, I can't say that strongly enough. Yeah. Stop making it about you because you're trying to find value in what you are to God. And understanding that the Holy Spirit is is the presence of God, you better step back and be absolutely awed by the fact that he will bring his presence around you. And in you. And in you. Understand that we... In scripture, there are several references to vessels, that being us, mm -hmm. water and or wine mm -hmm. oil. or oil being poured in and out of said mm -hmm. vessel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is a physical picture that, uh, of the infilling of the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. and the pouring out of the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. out of us. Mm -hmm. Um Understand that that's all we are, our vessels. Mm -hmm. We are carriers. We are, to use, here, to, okay, to mm. use a different, a completely different viewpoint. Well, not, looking at this through a completely different lens, using a different example, right? Okay. We are carriers. We are hosts. Mm -hmm. By definition, the Holy Spirit and us have a symbiotic parasitic relationship. <laughs> We're the parasites. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. The Holy Spirit comes in mm -hmm. and starts causing things to happen. Mm-hmm. That we would not do ourselves. Correct. Left to our own devices, we would not. We are right. not bent on that nature. Were it not for that relationship happening inside mm -hmm. of us, things would not happen. Right. I don't know who that was for, but there you go. When we talk about God <laughs> or the Holy Spirit, I, I want to caution people about saying, well, I... Uh, hmm. Well, <laughs> this is God or the Holy Spirit just using you for a minute because anything else, you are recognizing your physicality in the use of the Holy Spirit or the demonstration of it or how God is using you. You're demonstrating the, how physically you are doing something. 
and that gets burned up. It is simply God doing it, and you get to be there as the vessel or the bowl or the screwdriver or the garden hose, whatever you want to use. Right. The only thing, you know, I I had a youth pastor, a uh, fantastic guy, um, and I remember because I had left that church, moved away. Mm-hmm been gone for a long time and I went home to visit and I said you know what I'm gonna go see this guy I haven't mm-hmm. seen him in a long time check on him so I go in and say how you doing oh it's great you know we're talking about God and talking about everything that's going on well I said look man I had nothing to do with it and he said yes you did I just kind of looked at him and I thought oh here we go going back to this thing and he goes no 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 you did you obeyed that's all it is and I went Oh, yeah. That's all you got. That's mm-hmm. the only part of this you play is being available, ready, and obeying when he says go. That's it. And being willing to submit to that obedience. Yeah. You have to submit yourself to obey. Yeah. So you have nothing to do with it. Yeah. Other than just going, okay. Yep. I agree. showed up. I agree. Yep. I showed up and went, hey, mm-hmm. here I am. Yep. Whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. That's it? Yep. All right. Did I answer all the questions? I think so. Did I confuse anybody? <laughs> I'm, I'm, there, there are probably people scratching their heads and, you know, exploding right now. I, I just, uh, I see places where people are. I, it concerns me to see people believing that there's something special about their relationship with the Holy Spirit. Everyone is special in the Holy Spirit. Yeah, there's this thing out there where people read the Bible and I'll get to the other side in a minute, but there there are people, there's this thing out there where people read the Bible and they read stories about people like David They read stories about people like Samson. They read stories about people like Noah. They read stories about uh, people like Peter and, you know, people like Esther and all these people that do all these crazy things in the Bible. And they're like, I want a relationship with God like that. Yeah. Or they look at the guy sitting two pews over. Mm. And they went, man, I want a relationship like that. Well, mm-hmm. they look at the guy standing in the pulpit mm-hmm. and they go, I hear all this stuff that God does through him and I want a relationship with God like that. Mm-hmm. Good on you for recognizing the movement of the Holy Spirit right. in others and going, I don't have that. Why? Good. God has your attention. Yeah. But do not covet someone else's relationship with God. Mm-mm. Seek after God. Don't seek after the Holy Spirit. Don't seek to be... Mm-hmm. Don't seek... Gifts. Don't look for a form of God that's repeatable or that you can get a hold of. Sure. It's not you. Just seek after God. Mm -hmm. 
just run after God. Do what he's doing. Do what, go, go where he's working and do. And he'll show you. Do everything you can to find his face, mm-hmm. to find his heart, mm-hmm. to find his moving and jump in it. And don't get so caught up in what it is you think the doing is that you lose sight of God. Right. It's really easy. It's because it'll really make you angry. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. All righty. Well, what do you think of that, everybody? <laughs> I did not know that was all going to happen. <laughs> I apologize for my jadedness getting in the way of this conversation. That's okay. It's, it's difficult for me because I, I have to s- sweep through a lot of stuff in my brain out of the way to have this conversation. Right. Because there's so much that I just want to say. You have experiences that are not conducive sometimes. Yeah. And, and uh, same with me. But I'm, I'm in a place where it's like God is ripping things away. Sure. In order to keep my attention and to make sure that I am where he's doing stuff. And boy, it's no fun when you don't do it. Mm-hmm. Yep. He says, go do that. And you go, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. And then he says, okay, well, if you're going to step in the way of those blessings that I intended for someone else, let's see how you feel about it when I take some from you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. Well, I think the horse is dead. I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure. Let, let hopefully me... I answered the questions. Oh, I think so. And I think we, I were, we went around the side, the other side of the leaf to look at it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's important. You got to do that. That's what you're good at. Um, remember, whatever it is that God is asking you to do, it's, it's, yes, it's for your relationship with him, but he has a plan that's well beyond you that you probably don't know. So whatever it is that he's asking you to do, why not just assume that it's so he can bless someone else agree with him, obey, and then go find that person so he can bless them. Love you, bye.